Hi, everybody, and welcome to the All Hallows podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Ferraccio, and I apologize that you have not heard from me for almost a year. I think you'll all agree that this past year has been quite scary, although we have a little hope now, and hopefully we can move forward and have some semblance of a Halloween, whatever that means to you. For some people, Halloween is gore and slasher movies, or it's a holiday merely for children. It's only about trick-or-treating, which, if you've listened to my podcast last year, you know, only about 100 years, only for about the last 100 years has Halloween been thought of as a children's holiday, and before that it was firmly in the realm of adults. So whatever Halloween means to you, I hope you get to celebrate it this year. I hope that it is a soul-enriching experience. I beg you to please be careful. I hope that you are vaxxed. If you are not vaxxed, I hope that you are physically isolating. And if you think that COVID isn't real or not a serious problem, please talk to my aunt, Angie, or my good friend of 33 years, Joe Gervasio, or my friend Chet Carlin in New York City, or my friend David Zipperer in New York City. But unfortunately, you'll have to use a medium because they all died from COVID. I'm sorry to be so harsh, but there are stupid people running around screaming freedom and killing innocent people, and it really needs to stop. Okay, enough somberness. Anybody who knows me knows that I can't help but be serious because life is a serious business, hopefully conducted in a humorous manner. So what should we talk about for Halloween? The usual trappings of ravens and skulls and black cats and cauldrons and witches and ghosts and goblins and sprites and haunted houses and bats. Those are the fun little accoutrements that go along with Halloween and its mysticism, its mystery, its darkness. But what what does Halloween mean to you? I wish that this was an interview. I wish there was someone sitting here with me talking to me because not only are we disconnected from each other and it would be nice to visit, it's very hard to just shoot these podcasts out. And I understand why people have guests come on just so there's another person to bounce ideas off of. I would argue that Halloween means something important to a lot of people because it's the day that we can go towards the boundary of what's in the light, what is accessible to normal consciousness. The Celts and even older civilizations were not wrong when they said that this time of the year seems to thin the veils between the living and the dead. Whatever that might mean to you, whether the dead exist in your imagination or they have a separate realm, they're somewhere else, they are indeed somewhere else, it just seems that we can contemplate being dead, existing after death, and what might be on the other side of that veil a little easier as the leaves fall and the pumpkin spice gets put into everything. And of course, that's a new trend, and a lot of us remember when that was not you know, sold in gallon containers at Starbucks. So what is Halloween to you? And what would you like to hear? We've had poems before. You can listen to our podcast archives and hear all sorts of fun pieces. Monkey's Paw, Haunted Houses, 
the witches seeing from Macbeth, childhood memories, advice, project ideas, activities, divination. Maybe we'll turn to divination now. There are so many different forms, ways to tell the future, or at least tell you about the unseen energies that are working in your life, which is actually what divination is. If you think about it, fortune-telling at Halloween started seriously in our culture in the Victorian era, when women who had no recourse but to hope for marriage, for power and prestige, would toss stones or hazelnuts into the fire to see how they would react or peel an apple and toss it over their shoulders to see what cursive letter the peel formed, which would be either the first or the last name, depending on where you lived, of your intended. There were so many different ways to divine your future mate. Around the time of the late 1880s, the esoteric magical lodges in England and elsewhere really started to embrace the tarot card. Or at least the idea that tarot cards corresponded to the descriptions of various path workings in ceremonial magic. Many charts are available on that topic. And we've never been without tarot cards since. Now, of course, at the time, that's the same. T you know, that was the same time um, spiritualism came about, and people were rapping on tables and levitating tables and making all sorts of interesting things happen. And theosophy society was encouraging spiritualism and now oracle decks and runes and thousands of different kinds of tarot decks are available to the average seeker and this time of the year is still supposed to be a great time to speak to the dead to examine the unseen energies in your life i'd be very interested to hear back from anybody to see if Anyone regularly uses some sort of oracle in their life. I know one person uses the Nordic runes to get an idea of how her day is going. I myself read tarot cards professionally for other people, and I'm happy to say that so far, knock on wood, I've been able to help every single person I've ever read for. What is it about the unknown and Halloween? I'd love to hear your opinion. Thank you for listening, and tomorrow it occurred to me that Somebody asked me about where you would start if you wanted to pursue witchcraft. And we're going to try to answer that tomorrow. Take care of yourselves and be safe.